Why are you wearing your mom's leopard print scarf on your head? <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's not my mom's. It's mine. I bought it. I bought it. I bought it. I'm in a. I'm in a war. I own it. I'm in a war with my hair right now, and I'm losing. Oh my gosh! So I have to just wrap it up and put a bow on it. <laughs> like a present. Like a present. Like the gift that keeps on giving. Oh my gosh. Hey y'all, it's Onika <laughs> and JR. And you are dishing with Dainty Dish. How you doing, JR? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. What you been up to? Uh I've been doing more yoga. I've been, oh I've been, Lord. Here we I've been, go. I've been working on my core. That's what okay. I've been doing. Yeah, so that, that's what I've been okay. doing for the past little couple weeks i guess i haven't seen you in a little while mm-hmm. um so i've been working on my core and i'm doing well it's doing all right it's it's not hurting as much anymore it's it's i can i can handle things that's good um what else am i doing oh i've got some corrections <laughs> you've got some corrections <laughs> yeah i was is that what we're up to now we're doing corrections hey, I, hey. i'm not i'm not sorry for anything i said so I, I'm just, you know I've got what some corrections i've got I've go got ahead with your corrections okay. just know guys these are his corrections like well i was informed by one of our, our list of uh, one of one of the listeners that that we have to make some corrections. So I okay. make some corrections. So remember that saying you said last week, um, where you said, uh, "Shoot for the moon, even if, if you, you miss, fall, you land on a star. You land on a star. See, it's actually shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you'll land among the stars." That that's makes, one man's opinion. Well, that's the quote by Norman Vincent. Uh, I think it's Pele. 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 I think that's. that's I think that's. What, what does Norman say. Vincent know? <clears throat> He's the guy that <laughs> said it fine, first. Fine, fine. He said it first. But anyway, like uh, among the stars, fantastic. The sun's a star. The other stars are around. You're among them. I, that makes complete. That sense. makes sense. That My makes saying sense. didn't make sense. Your saying did not make sense. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I'll take that that hit. Um, and then the next thing was, um, I was told that introverts and extroverts can be friends and or more. And. Uh, I- I said they can be friends. It's the more I don't agree oh, with. Oh well, I think I I must have said they can't be anything. <laughs> they can't be anything. <laughs> I said they introverts and extroverts cannot get along, and I don't remember exactly what I said. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, I was told that um they can get along, they can have successful relationships, and all that good stuff. Okay. Uh, is there anything else that's cool? Oh, I did went to my first improv jam session. Ooh, what's an improv jam session? It's like uh. An improv jam session. <laughs> it's like an improv jam like session. Improv jam you session. can't repeat the no, definition can, in the I definition, know. dude. Like and that's the definition. Annoying. Yeah, uh, the word in the definition. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, whose line it isn't is whose line is it anyway? The games like you play on that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, um, I remember that it, show. But uh, instead of uh, it being the, just the three hosts, uh-huh. um, the three hosts um, it, incorporate people in in the audience. So you put your names oh, in a hat, okay. and then based on your skill level, you put your name in a, it's a different hat, and then they'll pull you. And you get to play different games on stage. Okay, that sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. So I did that last night. It was really really cool. First time. It was amazing. Had a blast. Um, some of my classmates from from my uh, improv class, we all we all went after class. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, what else is there? Oh, I met this guy, Paul, on the TTC, because we haven't had a TTC story in a while. I know. Tales from the TTC. You got yeah, one? Give it to me. I got one. But mine's really cool, because I met this guy, Paul, um, who also had vitiligo, just like I do, but he's white. Um, so I was in my zone. I live my life. I'm happy as can be. I just do my thing. Um, so he just came up to me, and he's kind of like, can I talk to you for a minute? And I was At fir- first, I was kind of like, Dude, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, know? obviously. You're like, I'm on the but TTC. Then, Stop talking. But then, but then he, but then, and he realized that, and then he showed me his arm, and and, and he's like, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I can have this conversation. No, yeah, this is something I want to talk <laughs> you, about. You've qualified yourself. You've qualified. You know? You've qualified. You know, so yeah, we had, we, had, we had a cool conversation. Um, you know, he was just talking about how um this is something that actually ran in his family. Mm-hmm. Um, so his grandfather had, it and then skip a generation, uh, and then he had it. Whereas for me, I'm like the only person in both sides of our family. That yeah, ever, it's like me you know, with a bipolar. Nobody yeah. else is crazy um, but me. Yeah, but then we talked about it and, you know, it was pretty cool. Maybe How did someone- it present on him? Because I actually recently met someone who was white and had, you um, know, he said a skin pres- disorder. He said that it presented on him as a child. He had... Um, he said that around after he was told um, that at, at birth he had two spots on his back, mm-hmm. um, and as he got older um, and as he grew, those spots got bigger, and mm-hmm. um, and then eventually it started presenting itself other places on his body until mm-hmm. it got to you know where he where he is today. Okay. Um, unlike my story, that was like, ta-da! Fast forward, rapid. Th- fast forward three years, poof. Yours was rapid. Yeah, yeah but that was all stress and, and the things that I was doing in my life that and, mm-hmm. and all those external factors. So, That's true. Yeah, like it's it's slowed down quite a bit now. Um, but yeah, whatever. Um, and the last thing, but I'll let you talk about it, is Mr. Kevin Hart, but... Yes. um, Thank you, Jr., for inviting me to see Kevin Hart instead of a girl. (laughs) Instead of a girl, because you know that could have been a move for you. And I appreciate I appreciate you being a gentleman and being like, I'm gonna treat my cousin to Kevin Hart. It was amazing. Um, Sidebar: Nobody appreciates Kevin Hart more than you do. Nobody loves Kevin Hart more than I love Kevin Hart. I watch. I've seen all his movies. I've seen all his stand up comedies i watched the real house husbands of hollywood like i'm i'm in kevin hart's life like i'm in it i was yeah. super disappointed when he had the affair and he didn't talk about it in the show as much as i wish he was i think you actually you introduced me to kevin hart as a comedian <clears throat> probably i that makes sense because yeah. like he just he's he's a funny little nugget of a man and i just i love him so much so it was really great to see him I've been doing more and more of things like that lately because of you. So I really appreciate you um, inviting me to to see Kevin Hart. But um, I cried. I cried the whole time. I cried the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I was in tears the whole time. Didn't appreciate those bitches that were behind us. Um, Wow. Yeah. If you're listening to the show. uh, Yeah. First of all, you didn't even know. You didn't even know if he was my man or if he was my cousin that you were chit chatting him up so much. That's number one situation. (laughs) that's the one thing I was thinking I'm like these bitches are thirsty they are thirsty they're talking to you like he 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 ha 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 I'm sitting right there they don't it's not like we're wearing our cousins t-shirts which we gotta invest in a couple of those for when we go out to places definitely definitely cousins t-shirts you know they're just flirting it up having a good time I smile at them I'm like whatever it doesn't matter to me but stop talking during the show it was really frustrating um what else is going on with me? Oh, I did a pole dancing class last night. 
I'm yes. <laughs> I have taken up insert poll. Insert joke. Insert joke I'm here. Taking up, I've taken up poll. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first time pull my mother is hearing about this. Not the pipe. The pole. <laughs> the pole. Not to be confused with the pipe. I've, I've taken up the pole. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is my first class that I did. And um, as you all know, I weigh a healthy amount of, of pounds. A healthy amount of pounds. And I have zero upper body strength. So it's really hilarious me trying to do the like simple lifts and like dips and like it, it just wasn't it didn't work you said i can't talk about this so i'm just gonna no leave honestly i give you carte blanche to discuss this in because i'm talking about it and it's funny it's like funny whatever like i don't care like did you fall on your behind i didn't fall i didn't because the thing is i wouldn't allow myself to get there like i, I didn't push myself put your feet as, down first yeah i put my feet down first like i'm like oh nope not falling today and i put my feet down first and there was like a lot of complicated moves and then during the freestyle i just basically held onto the pole and like swirled around like while everybody was doing like serious freestyle moves i was just like swiveling around the pole and like so doing like a sexy dance you're the strip like, club manager no. yeah i'm the manager i'm the manager i'm not i haven't performed in years i haven't performed in years so yeah i did pull it and i signed up for the month um of limitless classes so i'm gonna take some you know things to do with my core like i have a healthy new respect for strippers after this class like oh do you eh? these bitches like <laughs> these, bitches, these eh? bitches know what they are doing they do it in like 10 inch heels and they are up in the air and they're doing inversions and it's crazy so i want to get there i don't know if i ever will get there but i'm hoping i'm okay, hopeful okay okay okay, okay. i'm hopeful I'm a um, I'm I'm a Cam H donor now. I don't know what that means. Uh, like, you, I was walking down the street, right, and you know those people that bug you on the street, like they ask, like, "Hey, Mister, Hey, Sir, Hey, Ma'am," you know, and they'll call you over for something you don't want to hear about. So uh, this time it was it was for Cam H. Okay. Which is the Canadian Association for Mental Health, and so I stopped. Like I, I was gonna give them the side eye, but mm-hmm. then they said, "Oh, Cam H," and I stopped. And they told me that they're opening up um, like 175 new beds, you know. For, oh, they got you with the beds. They got eh? me with the beds because, nice, you nice. know, you know, I'm all about yeah, getting that bed. About that with yeah, yeah, we talked about that with Jesse, the beds. So, yeah, they got me with this. Like, I donated. I don't. I'm monthly donor now. To, oh, shoot. They got you. To, they got me monthly. They oh, got me on oh. the monthly plan. Oh, my gosh. I'm not a one time donor. What? You know, I'm hoping eventually that, you know, Cam H and my lives will align sometime and I'll be doing some stuff for them eventually, too. So, you know, it was a good place to start just even okay. with donating. So that was cool. Yeah, I do not let those people outside stop me um, in, in, from from my day because the intersection outside of the building um, here, they're there all the time. Yeah, they're, it's they're, different. It's, it's different organizations, but yeah, yeah every, every, it's a different, different people all the time. Yeah, it's like wild world wildlife federation. But, they, like, but uh, the things these 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 uh the people say like they're some of the best sales people like out there. I like I, they've respect. had to, they've had to have taken improv classes or something because it's hilarious. Like we were, I was actually in my improv, improv class when you brought that up. We were mm-hmm. actually talking about people that were on the corner and then one of the things they'll say, cause um, one of the gentlemen in my class, he said he was out with his uh, buddy and they both have beards and the girl was like, Hey bearded fellas, you guys got a minute? And you know, yeah, like, like they'll just like, like throw things out. They'll throw things at them. Like, Oh wow. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I see, I see you though over there making fun of my head tie. 
Well, I can't make fun on. of your head tie. Well, well I, honestly, I've given up. This is the this is the problem. I've basically I convinced myself that perming my hair, which a perm if for basically white people that don't know what it is a perm isn't a curly thing because for white people it's curly for black people it's straight so i've been perming my hair since i was nine years old thinking that that was the good hair that was the good right thing to do mm-hmm. and now i realize you know living in toronto my hairdresser lives in ajax gotta make the trip down there once a month just to get the hair tight like, it doesn't make any sense. That's why I, I think I see so many natural-looking girls on the streets of Toronto. Because there's nowhere in Toronto for black people to get their hair done. I don't know. I get my hair done in Toronto. You get your hair... You go, you go to a barber, though. And that was your... That's a different experience. I would say yeah. the barber experience than the hairdressing experience. Yeah, I guess. But it's it still takes a... It, it takes a lot to find a good barber. It does. And I was recently told that I need to start uh, moisturizing my beard. I should probably start um, like using more conditioner mm-hmm. in there. Start because uh, it's starting to grow. Um, so would you say you got you have good hair? I uh, I don't. It's the only hair I have, and I'm happy I have it. So it's it's good hair. Like I, I got it. You it's got good. it. It's natural. And yeah, I've never done anything to it. It's it. It, I've got hair like I mean there's people I know that are bald and so yeah, me, me with hair is just it's just it's a good thing it's a good thing that's it I got, I got hair that's it I saw you looking at those man weave videos the other that day was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I saw gosh. you looking at the man weave videos yeah. we I was were like, watching those the other like, day I was like can I can I just like skip the process because I got what I, what I got right man now weave. I got like what two inches right now you got about yeah got about two, two inches a little, little bit about two you gotta right pull now. it out to measure it yeah, you know got it because it, it's curly yeah i got about two inches right now but i was like yo how would i just get a man weave and just finish the look because remember you remember the whole purpose of the look was that i wanted to do um the man bun for caravana remember? yes remember? yes it was, yes, i think it was like yes, caravana is like two weeks away so. caravana is like yeah like a week yeah two it's weeks, like whatever. a week um so it's not gonna happen no no but uh and it was so funny i, uh, I think a couple weeks ago when i was at our cousin's birthday um, one of one of her, um, I don't know, I don't know. I think it's one of her friends. Um, mm-hmm. um, he has he has a um, he had like a kind of like a not a man bun, but like he had like the hair with the the, the, the dreads and the pony. I don't know what you call it. Okay, the, I bet you I know who it is too. Whatever. Um, but anyway, I was I was like, how long did it take you to grow? And he's like, nah, maybe it's like like a year. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, hey, this this is what I got after six months. He's like yeah <laughs> it's gonna take you a lot longer because hair this. goes through my hairdresser told me that your hair goes through cycles like it Does goes it? through yeah like where it, there'll be periods of times where it won't grow as much as other periods of time oh i just find like if i'm eating better and i'm like resting like i've found it, it's grown quite a bit in the last since the last time i cut it mm-hmm. it's grow well the last time i i, I trimmed the sides I, mm-hmm. I, I found that it uh it's grown quite a bit since then since i've been like doing a bit more clean eating and more exercise and and my mom loves your hair. She lo- uh, uh, loves your yeah, hair. Yeah, she started spreading rumors in the family. Like, <laughs> Julian's got that good hair. The, the, hair, the good hair. The good hair. Yeah. You know, I want that good hair. Our, our cousin comes up to me. She's like, so I heard you have this hair. And I'm like, uh, well, you see it. This is all I got. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like there's a movement right now in our family to go natural. Like, well, everyone's shifting towards my mom said natural. She's get, my mom said she wants to get her hair cut. 
I've never seen my mom with um without like a jerry curl. Doesn't your mom have like a texturized? I don't know. Ca- what you, I think it's texturized. I, I guess I don't know what you call it, but she she wants to get rid of it. She wants to like she's just tired of having to the same thing you were saying, just like having to get it done get and every and like you six know six weeks and you know, oh. yeah. And I kind of I understand. I guess I get it. Like. I don't know. For me, it's just it's just weird because I've never seen my mom like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I understand it. Yeah, do your thing. But it's just it's just it's just one of those weird things. Yeah, she's. I think she got like a bit of a Jerry curl going on. So to get rid of that, I feel she like has to not, chop I feel like, everything I feel like off. When you say Jerry curl, like I, when I think of Jerry curl, I think of like one of like those soul like soul glow. From yeah. <laughs> just let just. <laughs> oh my gosh! From, but no, it doesn't look like coming that. Coming to America, yeah, but it doesn't look like that. It looks—I don't know. It's it's curly. It's, it's curly. curly. It's curly. It's texturized. I think it's probably texturized. Sure, let's call it texturized. But I've always used the products that she's had like laying around. Like if I put those, like the non, like chemically ones, mm-hmm. like the maintenance products. I've always, mm-hmm. I've always used like as in, like in high school, I'd use those. Because there was nothing else in the house, so and then you like, you took a pause after that and then for I, a while. Yeah, and then I and then I stopped because you get older and you start doing your own thing. You move out. You just kind of like don't take care of yourself. Yeah. Um. And then I and then I started realizing my hair was not looking tight tight anymore. Um. And then you it was when you made the comment. You were like, "But you need to go take care of your hair." Like you look like a homeless person. Like, go, go, like, go, go take care of that, please. Yeah, I remember that conversation. Yeah, and then I, that led to uh, me watching YouTube videos about products. Because mm-hmm. I had a conversation, actually. Um, was it that same night? I don't know. Uh, I was out with uh, one of my buddies and his uh, his girlfriend, my buddy Eric and his girlfriend. And I think it was on his birthday, um, which was probably in February. Um but uh, we were talking about hair. We had we were in. Uh, it was a bunch of black. We were just talking about hair. About hair, yeah. And this it is comes my, up like yeah. the, you'd be surprised how much hair comes yeah, up. Yeah, and this is one of those times where I was still like virgin to the whole hair thing. Yeah, like, I, I might have used. You still act like you were a white boy. You don't have to do nothing to your hair. <laughs> I used to just buzz it off, like uh, whatever, like yeah, white boy style. Yeah, um, but I I used to use the product, but I never the products, but I never knew the, the names of it or, or or how to speak about it in in mm-hmm. in, 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 in a conversation. Any coherent way, yeah. So. Like, you know the term um product like you have to put product in your hair and i was like product i'm like for a minute there, like people were getting offended like i was because i was like i was like it's like you learn like when a kid learns the word with the f word they just like, yeah. saying all the time <laughs> product product so i was like saying product i was just gonna throw it in a bunch of sentences and i was, I was probably offending people but i didn't mean to it was just like the first time i ever had had the opportunity to use it or in, in a sentence but I, I it was one of those times where i started learning oh you need to like um you know, you can use leave-in leave in conditioners and you can, um, to make it easier to comb and um, once you start growing it in length, because I used to, I was a one-level guy for the longest time. Now I've got, mm. I've got like a, <clears throat> if, I, if I pick it out, it's like a high-top fade, actually. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's long. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty long. long. I'm sitting, I'm looking at it from here yeah. so I can um, see it. Yeah. So I had to start, I had to learn, you you know, you learn things like um, I had to wrap it up at night, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, you know, when you were talking about having, um, a silk head wrap. You oh gave, yeah. You gave no. You didn't give me silk. You gave me um like it was like a satin polyester. No, yeah, it, wasn't, it was like a satin. Yeah. So that was the first one that I ever had. So I, I used that. Um, and then my mom thought it was hers. <laughs> and then she took it, and I'm like, no, it's mine. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, so then I got nice pillows cases now. That's um, true. If you get silk pillowcases, you don't have to wear 
a head tie. Yeah. But I think I have to start wrapping it up because I don't want to ruin them. Definitely. But, uh, I yeah, wrap so- my hair up. I wrap my hair up every single day. I have to. And it's just, like I said, the whole process to me, it wasn't my decision to perm my hair. It so wasn't whose, whose decision was it? Was it was my mom's decision oh, okay. when I was nine years old. Um, she decided that life would be easier for me because I used to struggle with my hair. Like I had thick, like voluptuous, like long, like gorgeous you hair ha- when I was a kid. You just had hair, okay? I had don't, hair. Like don't, it was don't, don't be good like don't, hair. Don't, don't be like oh, it was voluptuous. And it someone was, it, and someone got it in her head that like oh, perm her hair and then put extensions in it. So it'll like won't break in the winter. So then my mom permed my hair and I had my hair like down to like middle of my back for like maybe like a month. And then she put the extensions in it, which if you guys don't know what an extension is, like a braided extension. She left it in for six months and all my hair fell out. What do you mean she left it in? Because the hairdresser said leave it in throughout the winter. So she left it in and just washed it. Like she just washed the the problem with that. Because you have to take out anytime you put extensions in your hair like braids, you take yeah. them out after three months. You let your hair breathe. You put them back in. Like what? What's breathe mean? Like, like you take day, them out like a day. Yeah, like a day. An hour, breathe for a day. A day. Yeah, like a day, two days, and then you put the extensions back in. You comb uh, it out. You wash it. You know. You wash it. You get the dead ends out. But if you're just if you just have extensions in your hair for six months, it's like dead hair on dead hair on dead hair. And it's eating away at your regular hair. So my hair was down to like boy cut, basically, when she took it out. And I never oh, wow. let after that. I, my, sorry, mom. I you know me. So that's I why never you let my mom do my hair again. So, so I never you, let her touch my hair again. Is that why you had that cut back in the that day? That cut. Yeah. That like one level looking. Yeah, I remember that. So now, you know, that's like fast forward, like 20 some odd, 25 years years or whatever you hit that story well i've never i've never gone back to the possibility of being natural and what that would look like and like feel like for me so i want to really explore that and i want to do that for myself like i want to like my hair is rebelling like it's not like my kitchen is a mess and if you don't know what your kitchen is it's the back of your head Uh, my kitchen is an absolute mess my hair feels like it's thinning like i just want to like just go all in all natural so my whole the process that i'm probably going to go through is i'm going to do a couple of weaves even though you know i hate my weaves like i don't i do not like weaves. are you so if you bought it it's yours if i bought it it's mine what's are you getting you getting that indian hair you getting that i'm getting that that, that, that thai hair you getting that brazilian i don't know which hair 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 my hairdresser's getting it for me i sent her some money my hairdresser's getting it for me but it's gonna be a short it's gonna be a surprise you could be wearing south american i could be wearing yaki i could be wearing i don't know what i you could be wearing Southeast Asian, Asian, yeah, South I American. Yeah, any of those numbers um, of is hairs. There, do they Middle Eastern? Do they do those girls get Middle their Easterns hair? Do, do they get do hair? They, they, could, they, they shave wearing, their heads off. You could be wearing the the, the, the Arab hair. I what? could be. You I be could be anything. Some, I could be wearing anything, and I'm stressed out to come come about this. Like, let me tell you. Let me tell you I've, when you when you get it done, you can't come here for like the. Just come here so I can roast you for like the first. Like, I've never I've I the only time I've ever put weave in my hair I put weave in my hair once when I was like 22 
for two weeks and it was a long week and I hated it. Like it was the worst experience of my life. So I don't necessarily want to do this, but I need, cause I have short hair. You guys have seen it on the podcast pictures. It's really short and I need to grow out my perm. So once I grow out that perm, I'm going to cut my hair off and I'm going to go with a, like a one level. Like, I'm gonna have more hair than you. You're gonna have more hair than me. I want to do the the weave like two three times before I cut my hair. Okay. Um, just to get that grow out, that good grow out. So I'll probably like do it two three times. So like the next six months I'll do weave, and then the following six months I'll do natural. Okay. So we've been talking about hair, good hair, and that stuff. But I want to ask you a question. What's um, up? How do you feel when people ask to touch your hair or just touch oh. your hair? Because oh I think we have, we have different reactions. Okay, so here's the thing about touching. First of all, I remember the first time someone asked to touch my hair, wanted to touch my hair. I was like in the second grade, and they said my hair looked like pubes. <laughs> they said my hair looked like pubes. Um, oh kids are, are mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're are just mean. grotesque and horrible creatures. And so ever since then, when someone asked me to touch my, unless they're a good friend of mine and I know they're just curious about all things black, like I'll let a good friend of mine touch my hair. Like if okay. they're really interested in like, they want to know all my good friends that are white have touched my hair at some point or another. Let's put it that way. But if it's like a stranger and it's like one of the first things they ask me, I'm like, I feel like a monkey on parade. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. don't appreciate it. I don't like it. It's rude. It puts really puts me on the spot because if I don't do it, then I'm the angry black, like resentful woman that just won't let you touch her hair and you don't understand mm-hmm. why. But like, imagine putting like, just put yourself in my shoes. If I was like, can I touch your white hair? Can I touch your like? Can, okay. I show, can I touch your white hair? Like, of course, you might be okay with it, but I'm not. I'm not okay with it. I don't. It's. I'm not a fan. No. Okay. No, I'm not a fan. I, I think. I, I think in the end, for the sake of keeping peace. Yeah. I might just be like, whatever. Just touch it. Just like touch it. But I'm not really a fan of that question. Okay. I've never. I've never been asked except for in moments where it's okay. I, I would be I would imagine a lot of girls asking you like can I touch it because your hair is like in a certain style right now that like even I want to touch it but it's only in moments <laughs> where it's okay like it's not going to be in a moment where like I've never been asked like in broad daylight walking on the street oh my god can I touch your hair or it's always a moment where if it's it's okay <laughs> yeah yeah I've been asked just by random people I was just curious to know what, what, what but the thing is I also get asked can I touch your breasts like that's a question that people ask me on a regular basis when I'm like in a bar or club and someone's drunk, like girls are drunk what? in the bathroom. Yeah. Cause they think my boobs are fake. Like oh. a lot. Of, and a lot of, I'll get a lot from women too. That oh, is your hair real? Like, cause they assume my hair's a wig. So how do you go from, is your hair real? And it's so women just are boldish. Women are bold. bold like they're that. ballsy. Like, they're like, ballsy. Oh, is your hair real? Are your boobs real? Are your boobs real? Are your, is your hair real? They don't care. They're ballsy. They're ballsy. Wow. Yeah, if any girl ever asked me if my boobs were real, I'd never mind. I don't know what I would do. I just let them touch them. I don't care. I can't be bothered. Yeah, really? Yeah, I just, like, they're drunk. You know what I mean? They're not going to remember it in the morning. I don't feel, like, sexually harassed by the question. So I'm just like, whatever, just touch them. So you know they're real. You know, it's fine. I'm probably one or two in at that point, too. Touch so. it so you know it's real. Yeah, I'm one or two in at that point. So it's like, whatever. It's just like, go with the flow. Go with your feelings. Cool. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where to go with that. Um, I guess. I guess you you told me you wanted to talk about uh, bad bad work ethic as well. Yeah, I thought we mixed um, the good with the bad today. Is it? Now I'm just curious as as to why this came up. I'm I think I know why, but I'm I'm just wondering. Why. Oh, it's Caravana. It's all about you know what I'm confessing. Um, I I don't know if any bad of them, work ethic in Caravana. I don't see no the connection. no because I was accidentally through your fault um, booked for Caravana weekend. And I'm now trying to get the day off um, from... See, this is the thing I don't understand. Why you... I told you it was what weekend it was. And then weeks later, you asked me what day of the week it was. I'm like, I don't know, maybe the 10th. And But you're, why are you looking to me when there were so many other resources out there? And that's there the thing. This is, my, the this is not your fault so as yeah, you much have as it ba- is like, my this fault. This is bad work ethic on your this end. This is bad work ethic on my end. And yeah. I, so don't put I didn't me do the there. research. Don't put me I on didn't blast. do the research. Um, but I also had misinformation. No, you didn't. Um, you, you knew. You said, uh, hey. I had we're, misinformation. We're go- you're, you're going to Carabana. That means if you type into Google Carabana, it, the date's going to come up. It actually was July 7th to the 12th, which is very confusing. Whatever. it. You know, it's a, I said it's a civic weekend, holiday weekend. That's it. That's all you need to know. The point is. No, no, no. Take, this, no, no, no. I need you no, to take responsibility I'm, for your. Say it is. Your, it's your fault. I need you to. I need to. I need you to say it. Like, I'm not. To, I'm not. So you're not. It's you're not partially you're, my fault. You're not going to take responsibility for your own I'm actions. I'm taking responsibility in a partial way. For, you're not taking responsibility. You can't take responsibility for something that mm-hmm. involves you, that you had full control over. Fine, I'll take responsibility for my actions in this regard. Don't but say, don't, no, 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 there's no but buts. There's I no buts. It's a period. It's a, no, 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 it's a, it's a period. It's a, it's, a, it's a full stop. It's a yes, it's, it's a full stop. But in my mind, you know I'm blaming you. That's all I want you to know, okay? <laughs> I'll take responsibility for the sake of the Dainty Dish podcast, but I'm blaming you in my mind. And I just want you to know that forever and for always, okay? Sure, sure, sure. So I'm struggling right now to like find someone to take this day. And if I can't find someone to take this day, then I'm taking a personal day and I'm just letting You do everyone... realize we're releasing this like tomorrow, right? That's okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. All that's right. okay. If my managers were listening, they'd let me know about it. So that's true. Yeah. They don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying it's out there. It's out there, but I'm going to probably have to take a personal day. I have a one girl who might be able to take the shift for me. But I have a very high um, sales target, so oh, not everyone can take my. Oh, is that shift. it too? That's the problem. Oh wow! I have a high sales target because so I'm a good you make, seller. You make minimum wage, but you have a sales target. I have a sales target, and that puts different people out of the, the realm, realm of, of taking taking a, my shifts. Yeah. Whoa! There's so much. There's so many things that make you want to have a bad work ethic in play at workplaces. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say. Like, there's so many things. And then I just had a, a review. Yeah. And they asked me, like, things like, what do you love about the company? Why do you like working here? And I'm, like, thinking, like, ask me some bad stuff. Like, ask me some stuff that I can tell you what's bad. Not, yeah. not what's good. Like, so what'd you say? My paycheck's on time? I just said I liked working with the people. Like, that's the easiest, like, smoothest answer you can give in one of those reviews. Like, you can't really you can't really do wrong with, oh, I love who I work with, you know? So I just kind of, like, lied. Because <laughs> I love she, most of the people I work with, but not everybody I work with, so. 
You probably should have been a bit more honest. Yeah, maybe. I, I love most of the people. No, I, I work they're with. like asking me like, oh, where do you where do you see yourself going like in the next five years, like in your future? And I'm like, well, not this. You know, I'm gonna be hopefully doing my podcasts and public speaking and maybe doing some peer support work who knows but <laughs> not i'm not gonna be like here if that's what you mean by so it makes me feel like i have a bad a bad work ethic i don't well, come 15 minutes before my shift why why would i do that i come three minutes before my shift like i don't know i don't know so do you think most people have that same type of work ethic? Because I'll be, I've always had a pretty strong work ethic, but money has also played a very large factor, factor in your in, work ethic. In my work ethic. Because like I've known like, like you saw me this year, earlier this year, mm-hmm. you know, when I was finally like, this is my worth, pay me. And mm-hmm. people started paying me and it was like, oh, okay. And you saw me just like, 12 13 hour days just who cares let's do it um but then i look back at other jobs and i've been like well i was getting paid fairly well but i was still kind of a little bit comfortable so i think that it work ethic and and being comfortable um kind of go it's like a teeter-totter maybe yeah um, yeah yeah because i think that once you you may have great work ethic but at some point you're gonna get comfortable and you're going to just stay at that level. I stay at like that level, you're going to yeah. stay at that level. You're not going to budge from there. You know, you won't do the most, you won't do the least. You'll just do the exact amount that you need to. Unless you're unless you're doing the one thing that you're the thing the things that you're passionate about. Exactly. Cause like, exactly. Cuz like I'm passionate about podcasting. I'm passionate about this the, the production, the all that. So I'm passionate about writing. You know, so it gets speaking, done. It, it's not a big yeah. deal, right? You know, but was I passionate about, you know, necessarily analyzing numbers for, you know, an IT department? Not really. Was I passionate about being a business development manager for an incentive travel company? Absolutely not. I wasn't passionate about it. It was a paycheck. And it got to the point where my work ethic, like, I was on Facebook every five minutes. But you know, is it, is it, is it tough, like... You're there for a paycheck. Everybody knows you're there for a paycheck. You're there for the bag. But then you, you're you supposed to pretend that you have this... Joie de vivre, this, this, this passion for the job. Like, you know, like... And, and I, I always wondered, is everyone faking it? Because I'm like, I, ref, I don't really want to fake it. Like, I just kind of like, I'm I'm here for the paycheck. And with the paycheck, if, they, if my pay gets you know my paycheck bounces i'm not gonna be here but i exactly. will do, but i will do the job to the best of my ability and i'll give you all the effort that i can but i'm only as low as the paycheck if your computers go down me me i'm not me. helping you out you know like we're not we're not saving lives here i don't work for a hospital i think if my hospital check bounced i might you might save a life i might, I might consider it I'm, you know i'm like you might like, save a life might save a life. Like, you know oh this the, is a tech hey, paycheck you know what hey we need to make, keep that respirator on you know what I think this is a good idea. This this one, that's a good idea. Oh wait, yeah. we need to keep this computer on so we can, you know, sell more product. Like who cares? My change, my paycheck. Get out of the way. It is. It it does. I think come down to sometimes a paycheck and incentives. Mm-hmm. Like what is what in, what is your incentive to have a good work ethic where you work? Like what are they doing to make sure? 
that you and I know going you should kind of go in there and I think everyone goes in there all like bright eyed and bushy tailed with this great work ethic getting things done on time getting things done by the deadline mm-hmm. doing things to the best of their ability like doing PowerPoint and you know graphs and like all the things that come with like a good work ethic but eventually it wanes because maybe they're not being recognized for yeah. that work ethic but a lot of the times <laughs> hiring managers and HR staff know exactly what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in some jobs, they're looking for single moms. Some jobs, they're looking for, you know, teenagers and early pe- people in their early 20s. Some jobs, they're looking for um, men. Some jobs, you know, like, sometimes you, you kind of know your demographic because you, you know kind of how to exploit it a little bit to your benefit. Um for you know capitalist gain Mm -hmm. i was actually thinking as you were talking instead of listening to you about procrastinating (laughs) no i heard everything you said uh about procrastinating does that make you like a poor like how does that does that necessarily if you're a procrastinator mean you have a bad work ethic because i'm i'm a heavy procrastinator Um, i get some of my best ideas procrastinating let's just put it that way yeah, I get some of my best ideas procrastinating, but I try and build a schedule. I, I mm-hmm. guess you know, in some sort of routine. Okay, like I, like I, I kind of built in procrastination time into my routine. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I should do that. Yeah, like in, like in the morning, like when I get up, I've got like I got like a buffer time where if I really just want to sit in bed and just lay there, then I'll just do that. But you know, or when I'm like, I'll budget like maybe like three or four hours to do, you know, my work for the day. And in there, I'll have enough time to just kind of stop and like, you know, eat an orange and procrastinate about like, mm-hmm. yeah, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do this? And then just get back to it, you know. Okay. But so you, gotta, you, gotta, you have deadlines. So, I mean, that, that kind of keeps you honest as well. It does. It does. So, you said you built a routine for yourself. How valuable is that to your work ethic having that routine uh it allows me to get a lot done in the day i mean i can get a lot done before most people wake up i can get like a <laughs> oh yeah you get a shit ton more done than before i wake up i wake mm-hmm. up at like 10 30 like, oh yeah by 10 30 i mean i've yeah i've what i've, I've read i've gone to yoga class I've yeah you've done um, you've I've milked a cow you've you milked know? a cow you've hatched no. some eggs from a chicken like yeah. you've done it all yeah um, had some morning meetings already, you know. Like, oh you know, my like, goodness! Like stuff. Yeah, I'm getting so I'm getting used to like these morning like Skype calls and stuff. Like, oh, okay. I'm getting used to them now. I've got I've got the 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Skype call. Oh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Skype. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's almost consistent. It's not every day, but that's that's the time that it is when when there is one. It's, okay. But uh, yeah, I know. I have my my routine. I try and I try and keep it consistent. Um, you know, I luckily enough like my activities in the evening are all around the same time throughout the week so i can kind of have my meals at the same time and now that i'm I'm working a little bit more from home um i'm able to have a b- better better control over my meals i'm not tempted by you know all the flashy lights of the food court and all the samples and stuff oh yeah i'm not tempted by that either even though i work in a mall i refuse to spend my money there yeah yeah but yeah, now I, I just can't. Like I'm not. If, I would have to make an effort to leave my place to go somewhere and spend my money. 
but no, the routine is just, you know, just making sure that I, you know, every day I make sure that I, you know, I have a time to just, you know, just have some quiet time to read. I make sure I read every day. Um, some meditation, um, yoga, eat right, um, exercise, be active. Um, same th- the things that, you know, um, uh, Michael talked about. That's just yes. kind of, that's just kind of like yes. Um, yes. Back, in, back in that episode of, of All Kinds of Crazy. Um, if you haven't listened to it, you should go listen to it. It's a good one. It is um, a goodie. But just, just, you know, just being, being, building, building a routine is just, just the way to go. I mean, I, I got some advice, you know, last year around this time when I was going through, you know, the beginnings of the, no, it was already passed by this time. <laughs> um, the beginnings of the end. He's like the beginnings of the end. Um, but yeah, like just routine that's just the way to i guess build your your work ethic as i well. mean i'm trying to come up with some kind of a routine for myself uh i think it'll help now that i'm doing the pole dancing classes which i'm not <laughs> gonna start shut up i'm not gonna start doing them for another month because we go to new york in a couple of weeks um i still don't know when i'm gonna go i don't i have no idea i'm going on the to new york city so just hi new york i'll be there with you soon shortly i love you i'm trying to come up with a routine i think it's gonna be starting in september (laughs) i'm not gonna bother trying to do it now i'm gonna start in september and i'm gonna do as many classes as i can um for the whole exercise and balance there and then i think i'll try to focus on my writing um a lot more um because that needs to get done i'm procrastinating with that and i hate that um but yeah having a routine like you said jr is absolutely key and if you guys don't have a routine why don't we work together and we'll build one so (laughs) yeah we'll build one if you're like me and you're just a friggin' procrastinator and you just can't get over your whole procrastinating like vibe then write to us and We'll build it together. We'll do it together. We'll take walk. T- we'll walk this journey together. Um, yes. So Jr., please tell them how they can reach us. Oh, and if you have any any like advice for me about um, one leveling my hair, if you don't think it's a good idea because you've seen my face and you're like, this is not a good idea for you, Onika. Please just like write to me and let me know that it's not a good idea. I'd appreciate that feedback. So, all right, yeah, Jr., go so ahead. Definitely, if you have any uh, anything to dish on. Nika's hair or anything else on you know on good hair or you know work ethic yeah send us in a, drop us a line send us a message <laughs> at uh, dish d-y-s-h at daintydish.com that's d-a-i-n-t-y d-y-s-h dot com uh, if you are interested in taking a look at our Instagrams just you want to you know see what we're up to um, you can follow Onika at Best of Onika. You can take a look at me at Best of JR. Uh, so you said you're procrastinating on your writing, but is there anything new that's up on your website right now? What is up on the website right now? Um, yeah, there's a couple poetry and journal entries new up ones? there that are new. All right, check those out. You can check those out at onikadainty.com. It's just the way you spell her name, Onika Dainty, O-N-I-K-A. D-A-I-N-T-Y. Dot com. 
Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to us on Apple Podcast, give us a five. We deserve five. Yeah, and uh, please subscribe. Leave us some feedback. We will truly appreciate it. We will definitely read it because that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Um, if you're listening to us or watching us on YouTube or um, listening to us on SoundCloud, please subscribe. Um, and you know, leave some feedback as well. We truly appreciate that. Uh, I just want to thank you for listening from the bottom of my heart. I truly appreciate it. Oh, from the very uh, bottom. Yeah, from the very bottom. I truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, and that's it for me. Well, that has been the dish of the day. And I hope y'all have yourselves a very, very, very happy hump day. <laughs>